Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Forever. Dog. Ah. Ooh, child. Ah. Ooh. When I tell you, me and Marie, Hoggart, Hoggart. Sydney. Turn your microphone down, please, for a little oh, bit. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> or slide back for me for oh, no, a moment. Oh no, how how about now? How about now? Is this good? Is this better? Yes, you, you sound okay. Okay, great. All right. <laughs> now, well, tell the people what's going on. Okay, so you know, me and Marie are a little booked right now. So you know, <laughs> the oh, put put the hair behind the ear just a little bit. We're on. We're set until six a.m., honey. Playing chic zombies. Yes. Okay. Um, first of all, they put all this nasty, I got, you know, we got there, face was made up Mm because you can't trust these makeup artists, Mm -hmm. but also we were coming from shows. So we show up looking cute, looking good, smelling good. And they took all our makeup off except for my cat eye. And then they turned us into just gross zombies. And Sydney was living her very best life. (laughs) I don't know what it is about my good sis, but anytime... You could put makeup on her to make her look ugly. She thrives. <laughs> y- y'all remember the Halloween costumes? Oh my God. We will never get over me and uh, just being. What, who was I? Who was I again? I forgot. Who were you trying to be? Roger. Roger, no, Roger Klotz. <laughs> I was Roger Klotz for Halloween in like 2018. You and were Roger Knotts. Yes. I was um, Roger Knotts. I, I <laughs> thought I was green. I was not. I was a. Di- I was like a disgusting olive. It was not good. Anyway, sis, the people know they 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 love it. They, yeah, 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 they've yeah, seen yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we played zombies last night, and um, you know, Sydney, the 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 wig looks fantastic right now. But oh, this is a new one, honey. I, I that was the set wig, and now the set wig that was also my real wig, which is uh, the Marianne. Marianne Hay is going to be. Furious with me because yes, like, Sydney. So- of all the wigs to select to wear, you put the good wig on. Like you don't have like a gym wig you could throw on. No, for I don't go to the gym, friend. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I, I hop in the Uber. I get out the Uber. Yes, but sis, the gym wig at my house is any wig that's stuck in the ponytail position. That's the I gym wig. I don't do po- I don't do ponytails. Ooh, not hold my ponytail. Okay, I, I don't. Sorry, <laughs> I don't do that. But anywho. She she curled it and everything for it to just get fucked up anyway. So she's gonna be annoyed, but it's fine. I paid her and everything. She's not gonna be annoyed because you keep paying her to do the wig. So yes, she's gonna yeah. be like, <laughs> dumbass. Well, that's why I. If there's any networks listening, I still need to continuing. I need to continue to get books so I can pay for this hair. Mm. I I need a hair budget. It's mm. imperative. It sounds like you already have a hair budget, sis. What's the hair budget? 
What's the wig budget giving? Beyonce Jr. What's it giving? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Kelly Rowland and Jason. Kelly. Okay, girl. I'm gonna say Michelle. <laughs> the wig budget is Michelle when Jesus says yes. No, you will not. <laughs> Nobody do that to me. can say no. That's not not in front of our new guest today. No, you're not doing that to me, sister. Kelly Rowland. You think Rowland. you got a Kelly, Kelly Rowland? Ro- you think you got a Kelly Rowland? Have you seen the Kelly? Calandria wigs, man. Yes, yes. So I'm saying from certain angles in in perfect lighting, yeah, yeah, I will. You think you're spending the same amount of money on your wigs that Kelly is spending on hers? That's what I'm asking you. That's the question. You don't even know. (sighs) Kelly could be frugal and she could be renting hers. Sis, your wig budget is giving Lactavia. That's what it's giving. (laughs) (laughs) Lactavia. Lactavia. You know, I'll, I'll take that. That's fine. You know, I'm humbled. But it will get to Kelly Rowland soon. I'm I'm hoping by 2022. Okay, wow. Okay, put it on the vision board. I'm putting it on the vision board. So so anywho, we were there um, until six o'clock in the morning. Very very tired. Um, but I wanted to have blood all over me. I wanted to really get into it. And Marie was like, Mm-mm, "I'm a vegan zombie. I don't eat nobody. I don't eat people." <laughs> they kept trying to put this black ass blood in my mouth, and I was like. Eh. What is that? Is it gluten free? And Sydney was like, more, but just bleat like it was wild. Um, at one point, she threw the man at the window. So that we weren't even recording at that. She just. <laughs> anyway, it's going to be on HBO. Um, it was an episode of um, Search Party. So y'all can look for us for the finale um, of the of the series. Wait, Not can we series, say that though? Can we say that? I just said it, sis. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. Th- I don't think we can say that though. What, why can't we say that? Oh, she's what's the, like, what's I didn't. The, what's the logic she, here? Um, I don't know. Maybe an NDA. Well, no, they didn't even. Did get you say sign it. something, sis? No, I didn't. Okay. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay, it's in. Skip it. And we'll, we're keeping Keep it, it in. in. All right. Sydney. Okay, Sydney. We. Got, I got home at seven. I went to bed at seven o'clock this morning. I've slept for. Um, I don't know five hours where's this energy coming from that you shouting into the mic what time did Uh, you go to sleep uh no i went to bed same time around you but i just know that i'm working on myself because i know that i can be very uh uh very lax and very much like always in a nap state Mm. you know what i mean like i'm very like what's his name? Drowsy, drowsy. What's the 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 seven yeah. dwarves? It's drowsy. Was there a drowsy, drowsy. dwarf? It, it, no, there's no. They're sleepy. There's dopey. Oh, there's no drow- dopey yeah. and sleepy. <laughs> not drowsy. Drowsy. <laughs> not can't operate machinery. Uh, yeah, well, dwarf. that's me. I'm I'm drowsy. I'm the drowsy dwarf. So mm-hmm. I'm working on giving more energy and just being, you know, present. And I'm I'm loving this today. This feels good. Okay, sis. Um, I love that for you. I love that you working on you. Um, we uh, have a guest this week. We do. Um, so thank you for uh, bringing that energy for the both of us. Because, whew, let me just drink my coconut water, not from concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, you know, I'm coming down from a, a, a really big high. You know, JoJo was in town, in the building, the girlfriend was out and about. I was running her around, mm-hmm. you know, just uh, uh, lunches, dinners. I wanted her to hang. I was paying for lunch. That's how happy I was. I, I paid. I We went to lunch, Maria. Wow. I paid for it. I went to lunch well, with Carolina. Well, Sydney, I, I feel like this. Oh, you were paying for lunch with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That, that, 
That's another reason. If the networks are listening, I need a lunch budget, so I need to keep working. So please. Book me. You keep asking for these budgets that you already have. <laughs> I <know>. Yeah. <laughs> the the person, the people who should be asking for a lunch budget are the people who ain't paying for lunch. The They're people run, who are, running out. The people are like, did y'all already add the gratuity? Like the people who <laughs> are struggling to pay for lunch are the ones who need the lunch budget, ma'am. Oh my god, I remember when I was a waitress in this big ass group. It was like a fifteen people, and they were like, we didn't have gratuity, and I was like, that's it's there's there's no D, but not gratuity, gratuity. <laughs> but they're like, we're not paying for the gratuity. And we were like, but you absolutely are. You are playing. You're paying for that. <laughs> Fifteen people were fighting about leaving a tip. Graduity. They were like, what's what's the graduity? It's like, oh my god. I said, I don't know these people. That I don't know them. I think they were from Detroit. Oh, so for the story, you could have said that they were from anywhere. You could have said they were from Norway. You could have said. It was it was fifteen cheap blonde kids. No, you, it was you it was Detroit? beige. It was beige people from Detroit. Ah, okay. Yeah, thank you, thank you for fixing it. <laughs> uh, Marie, are we are we ready to bring in? Uh, yeah, I think we're ready to start this episode, so I can uh, go back and lay down. Yeah, absolutely. Let's uh, <laughs> let's do it. Zombie number one. Mm-hmm. Chic zombie number one to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh. Well, obviously, you know, we have a lot of our friends on the pod, but today, today we have a new bee, fresh, fresh, mm. fresh meat to unofficial expert. <laughs> we're popping, we're, we're popping his unofficial expert cherry. Right. Uh, you could have seen him on Ellen. Okay. Right. He, I mean, so many followers. He's, mm-hmm. he's a, he's a blue checked verified bitch. We love a and, verified bitch. Yes. And. He is our only child expert. Give it up for Kaylin Allen. Hey, y'all. Oh, hey, y'all. Hey, baby. You sound like Paula Dane. (laughs) (laughs) Sans the racism. Oh, my gosh. I know that fried chicken. Uh, Say say we're going to add some butter. We're going to add some butter right here. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Kaylin. How y'all doing? Good. Um, so where are you from, first of all? Originally from Kansas. That's probably the accent. This is Kansas? Yeah, yeah. I'm from Kansas City. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's one of those states that I don't really think about. But like... <laughs> that's Have you seen South. Ted Lasso on Apple TV? No, I don't know. No, but everybody's talking about it, though. Oh, it's superb. But Jason Sudeikis is also from Kansas City. And his character in the show is from Kansas. Well, it's from Wichita, Kansas, but basically the same thing. Same, same. But uh, we have a very similar accent. I was like, oh, okay, so I do hear it now. Okay, listen, this is what you could do for me, sweetie. You could go ahead and drop your Apple uh, uh, password right in the chat. Please. Yeah. So that, so that we, too, can enjoy Ted Lasso. Yeah, you can't yeah, get on the yeah. unofficial expert pod without giving to the community. So um, Got drop it, it in the chat and... Uh, okay. We would love. We would love to hear know about this Ted Lasso. Okay, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I will do that. <laughs> okay, but where do you live now? Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I see you got Los it's a, Angeles. It's a well lit uh, home. There's a little dog in the background. The fridge is giving like super stainless steel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got we got uh, a lot of sunshine. You know, we live the same day every single day here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't but don't you know? You don't have to talk about the sunshine because the sun could be on, but it could also not work because sometimes it'll be like, you know, the sun is shining and then it's like forty two degrees over there 
at 6 p.m. That's true. That's true. That's because it's a desert. You know, they just irrigated water into the land. That's how they built it into a city. It's a desert. Come on, so irrigate night, the accent cold. and the accent and irrigate the land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think irrigate is a SAT word. Is it? I didn't take the SAT. I didn't have to. I only had to take the ACT. Okay, what? Oh. Okay, well, I didn't have to take Did I take the ACT? Why is that? Why you didn't have to it take It depends. Both? I think it depends on regions. I think if you live on like East Coast, you have to do the SAT too. But if you live yeah. in um uh like the Midwest, they only require ACT. It really depends on the school, I think. Okay. So now here you are, our only mm-hmm. child expert, born mm-hmm. and raised in Kansas City, Kansas. Yes. Uh, correct. La- talk to us about talk to us about how the hell you ended up in LA. Because I feel like a lot of people who are from small towns usually stay, you know, where they Ooh. grew up. Yes. Yeah, not me. No. Kay- Kaylin, not may 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 I step yeah. in just for you're uh-huh. a star, baby. That's why the fuck he's not in Kansas <laughs> City no more. He's got the talent, capital T. So he took his talent to LA and it blew up like he was supposed to. Well, there's a little bit more to the story. Okay, well, thank you. Okay. Sydney so, trying to give us the spark notes version of you. <laughs> See, I, I went to school in Philadelphia. So I left Kansas, went to school in Philadelphia, and I didn't choose to move to Los Angeles. I was moved to Los Angeles. Ellen DeGeneres moved me to Los Angeles. And that was when I started working in L.A. So when I moved to L.A., I was already working in the industry. I just came straight into it. Uh, But that doesn't mean that I want to live in L.A. I would prefer to live in New York City. Wow, because that's because you have eyes. (laughs) That's because you know know? better. (laughs) Right, exactly. Um, yeah, why is it that you'd rather live here? Just let the listeners know. Well, I would rather live in New York City because LA is too slow for me. Mm. I think, because I'm only 25, I think I still enjoy the hustle and bustle. You know, like, I want the, the rush of the city every single morning. Also, primarily, everyone that I know lives on the East Coast, but also there is an authenticity that resides in the species of humans in New York City that does not live here in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, you got a lot of people trying to be just like the person next to them. You mm-hmm. know, in New York, you got individuals that wake up, they got somewhere to go. They don't care about what you're doing or who you are. They got goals and dreams and aspirations. And New York feels magical to me. New Ooh. York feels like anything is possible. Listen, and then cute Andrew, then you could add the song. Absolutely. But that is a that's the best way I think to explain it. Cause I know there's there are people listening who maybe are trying to decide whether they want to move to New York or move to LA. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. to me the best way to explain it. Well, uh, if that is the case, then I think it's also important to understand that I come from a very privileged space. Oh? That I ah. me moving to New York is going to be very different than somebody, you know, fresh out of college moving to New York. Okay. So it's important to understand the difference Ooh. in that. Ooh. He said so you you're rich. Move, right. He said you're going to move to New York, but you're not going to live how he lived. Okay. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying is that that, you know, living in these big cities, L.A. especially, like rent is not cheap. You know, and so it's like if you have an idea, like you can't go to New York and think you're going to be living like Carrie Bradshaw. Absol- like that's just not. Listen, no. listen, no. Like, Carrie, Carrie Bradshaw technically shouldn't even been living like Carrie Bradshaw. She exactly. Didn't have no money. She but didn't have no money. But that was the only show that like glamorized New York. Everybody else mm-hmm. is living in a bum, you know, walk up 
right. apartment. They have many roommates. They're what are you talking mean. about, Sydney? Friends? Yeah, friends? <laughs> <laughs> How I Met Your Mother? All was these that... shows where the white people would live in lofts and they all work in coffee shops? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Those, first of all, that Friends was not in New York. Yeah, it wasn't. But also Friends. <laughs> friends wasn't they... in New York? No, baby. Hey. Oh, bitch. Okay. Well, Andrew, we yeah. as our resident beige wait, expert, I am, wait, Frank I am, was I, in I, New York? Right, no, I'm gonna look French it was, was in L.A. No, it was in New York. No, France was in New York. Central Perk? That was yeah. New they, York. They, yeah. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Not you coming in hot, loud, and wrong. Wait, yeah. hold, no, hold France on. was in New France York, France was baby. in New York, baby. They lived in the West Village, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Girl. They yeah. they were living lavishly. Yeah, they were living that. I don't even think apartments are that big in New York. Oh my God, did mm-hmm. I never watch Friends? I've never watched Friends. No, to be honest. So why would you say it? <laughs> no, uh-uh. why you bring it up? You, you know what? You know what? I'm, I'm you know what? I'm confusing Friends with nine hundred two one zero. That's what it is. Girl, now, baby, nine hundred two one zero is a whole same thing though. Same thing. It's, it's not. The you same know what? Thing. Pretty much same show. Pretty no. much. Same I show. cannot. I cannot. Nine hundred two one zero is a whole ass. Zip Called Beverly Hills. I know, and I know, but the name of the show was 90210 Beverly Hills. <laughs> I'm confusing the whites. That's my that's the title of the show. Confusing the whites. I uh, flipped it that I had in my head. I had no Kaylin, don't do that. You have to be on my side. You're a guest. You're a guest. Say sorry. Say sorry. I'm not doing this. I apologize. Uh, okay, I apologize. I'm not doing this with you. I'm not doing this. Not say Respect. sorry. R E S P E C T. Give me some now, of the tea. Now, Sydney, did, uh, did uh, Aretha also live in LA? <laughs> cut it. Cut the, cut the tape. Dead ass. Cut, oh cut the camera. Goodness. Dead ass. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Okay, I don't know what the point is that you were trying to make, but... Girl, we were talking. We was talking about how you know you got to have a realistic perception of yeah. what it's going to be like when you right. move to these big cities. Right. So, but New York for me, sorry, Sydney. New York for me is a better city to move in, even if you have less money, because the cost of living in LA and New York is comparable. You're spending the same mm-hmm. amount of money. You just get more space in LA. Boom. Yes. But New York is easier to make friends and yes. and build a network and yes. form a like a a, a group. LA it's is more. It's more um, New York is more convenient. Yes. You know, it's it's easy to go from one part to the other in the manner of 15 minutes, you know, and I think it's also cheaper transportation wise than yep. it is in L.A. Because in L.A. you got to have a car right. like we have no subway system that is reliable that will get you to where you need to go to, you know. So, right. yeah, I just think New York City is built for community and culture right. while L.A. is not. Yeah. And New Yorkers, right, you can make friends with other New Yorkers 
and the people could kind of look a little bummy and um uh, like very homeless and you're like oh they they might come from money you don't know but yes. in LA if you look homeless they will assume that you are homeless and they're like oh they're not booking they don't know anybody I, I can't be <laughs> friends with them yeah. And, yeah in LA you have to have like what are you doing what's next are you working right. on a pilot do you have yeah. a script do you have a development deal in New York you could be like yeah girl you know I work at Chili's and, you know, I mm -hmm. work at the strip club on the weekend. And they're like, oh, mm -hmm. what, what was good? The garlic Parmesan wings is popping. Let's yeah, go. Right. Yeah. Or well, or you're a waitress and then at night you go be on Broadway. That mm -hmm. part. Well, that's the class the thing. structure is blurred. LA is LA is what are you working on in New York is I got to get to work. You get out of my way. Like exactly. <laughs> Very much so. So that's it. That's our little the more, you know, uh, yeah. East Coast versus West Coast. But Kaylin, you said you came to LA privileged. So what is it like? You you had saved money. You Talk have to a, us. Are you, you a have prince? A you you got. What do you mean? No, I told you. I I was moved by Ellen. I was already working in TV. Mm, okay, well tell true. us. Tell us that's about. True. Okay, so Ellen DeGeneres mm -hmm. yes. moved you to LA. <laughs> now yes. what happened? She she saw a YouTube and she was like, "Oh, I like this," and she made you yeah, come dance. Yeah, that's that's exactly. Correct. Now I made some uh, food videos in November of 2017, and then I moved to LA January 2018. It only took a matter of a couple months. Get out. But in the city you videos. Were, you were so viral. You, yeah. I, I was seeing your videos everywhere. Yeah. And so then from there, she picked me up, and I moved to Los Angeles, okay. and I've been here ever since. I don't think I saw these food videos. What you doing in the food videos? It's the I'm talking about the food. The, the commentary, and your voice is very distinct. So mm -hmm. it's like no uh, people can't do what you do. I've seen a few people uh, mm -hmm. do it, but it like yours is very special. So oh, well, you know, El you. Ellen got a good eye when she <laughs> yeah when she needs we've, it. We've grown a lot since then. We've done a lot more since then. So I'm just grateful for the journey. Okay, talk about the journey. Let's start from the beginning of the journey, okay? Because yeah, uh -huh. I don't know how many more. minutes in we are, but so you are our only child expert, and you seem mm. like a normal, well-rounded human being. When I think mm -hmm. of only only childrens, I feel like it's got to be something a little off about them because they grew up alone. But you look not that. Boo! I don't like what you just said, Marie. Yeah, yeah, that went right. <laughs> but uh, I think <laughs> so. I have for siblings. me. <laughs> for me, I think I was always, well, my mother was very much, very strict on making sure that I was aware that there were other people in the world. You know, like it wasn't, now I will say there is a tendency, especially now, and I tell people this all the time is that, because sometimes somebody would be like, it's not always about you. And, and what I say is that, well, I don't really know any different because I'm an only <laughs> child. So like, I don't get it. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. So I have to be very, you know, conscious of it. I have to make sure that I'm always being considerate. Like, I'm a very considerate person. People know that I will always put other people before me because I already know because I'm an only child, it will come off that I'm only focused on me. So I'm very aware of people around me and how I make them feel and if they feel welcome and if they feel that I care about them. Yes, I hear what you're saying. But in order to prove that, we have a guest joining. No, imagine. <laughs> we, have one of your, we have one of your friends on the line. So, so-and-so said. So and I'd be like, that's probably true. Yeah. But I think, I think we need to have a better discussion about, oh, you only care about yourself or, like, selfishness. Because mm -hmm. there's, there, I think we live in a world that, like, you can't help someone unless you help yourself first. 
True. Like mm. you can't put on the oxygen mask. You got to put on your os- oxygen mask first and mm, then wow. put on the small child that you didn't really want to have in the first place. Oh my so God. Oh my I God. Think, wow. wow. I think that it's okay to have you as a priority. Yes. And you don't even have to be an only child to have that mentality. Look at Marie. What? <laughs> what? Oh, Marie. You, said, you said all of that just to end with look at Marie. <laughs> Shade. Wild. You can't. First of all, I'm a middle child. I am the oldest girl in my family. So I have an older brother and a younger sister. Um, I don't know nothing about this. I can see that. Yeah, thank you. I can um, see that. But now, does does your astrological sign have anything to do with this? Oh, yeah. I'm a Capricorn. Okay, mm. so a hard worker and a little oh, bit yeah. annoying when it comes to work. Child, that's all I do. <laughs> yeah. I eat and breathe it. And when you ask me, what do I do for fun? Work. I was in St. Lucia for 10 days. And by the fourth day, I was like, I need to work. I can't do this. I, I can't just sit around and do nothing. So I started working. And well, 10 that's days what I is, love to 10 do. 10 days is a cute amount, is a long amount of time. Who that you, is. Who were you there with? Yeah, were you, were the bae? I went with my bae? best friend, Tori. No, baby, I don't have no bae. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, mean, I got work to do. I don't have time for distraction. <laughs> you need to work on that bae, bitch. Come okay. on, we got to get you a bae. You can't have a cello in the back and no bae Honey, to play men it. Honey, stress me out. <laughs> well, they are stressful. very stressful. Men are very stressful, famously. Exactly. Ooh. I don't even deal with them. So, yeah. I there you go. See, look. <laughs> I wish I could switch it up. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> you can choose your fighter, Kaylin. Choose your fighter. <laughs> it's wait, up to you. Wait, so you were in St. Lucia for 10 days with your best friend. Are uh-huh. y'all hooking up? Is it like a cat? Like, what's oh. happening? No, she a girl. Oh. No, it was just we. I I knew that I needed to get away, and so I took the whole month of July off, and and so I was like, I'm not doing anything for July, and I was like, okay, well, I definitely want to get out of the country because I've been stuck at home. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's go to St. Lucia, and so we went to St. Lucia. I was there for ten days, baby, and it was absolutely relaxing and pure joy. And you were like, I need to do some work right now. Yep. And so I, good thing I had my laptop with me because I showed up, pulled it out, and got to work. <laughs> well, you unplugged for at least four days, so I think that's that's the vacation for you, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So, talk to us about what it's like growing up as an only child in Kansas City. What what so, what do you do to spend like? How do you pass time? So the thing is that, and I'm a, I'm a natural homebody, which may also be because I'm an only child. It's like when you're an only child, you have to find ways to entertain yourself, you know, because there isn't somebody there. And also all of my like cousins were way older than me. Mm. So it was like, I wasn't going over their houses or hanging with them. So it was literally just me. So, um, and that's why I think that I am very, very, very self, self-efficient and I am very independent. Uh, I can I take care of it all. You already know. And so I think that was a perk for me. You know, I know how to take care of myself and I don't really need anybody. That's why I always say, especially when it comes to dating, if you are here, you're here because I want you here, not because I need you here. And there's a difference. You know? Okay, Kaylin, that's a little aggressive. Okay. Is it? You think that's aggressive? I'm sure men love to hear that. Yeah. I don't need you. You're here by the grace of God. 
Okay? No, so I didn't say think, that. You need to thank your thank lucky your stars. Thank your lucky stars. I did not say that. I said it's a difference. You know how a lot of times, especially when when you're growing up and you have, you know, childhood trauma or whatever, and then you have codependency and stuff like that, and people, you know, bring people in because they want to feel taken care of or to, you know, fill up those holes from their childhood. Ooh, I holes. don't experience that because I just always figured out a way to take care of myself, you know, which I think is also a trauma response, you know, to be like, well, I know that I can depend on myself. And I'm not going to give anybody the clearance or to be able for me to believe that they will, you know, take care of me. You know, it's like, why even bother? And so yeah. that's something that we work through in therapy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I love that yeah. for you. But yes, that mm -hmm. is definitely, I think, a trauma response uh, saying that you could do everything by yourself and you don't need anybody right. because we all need people. Um, yeah. Even when we don't think, even if we don't want to need them, we need them, which is mm -hmm. ugh, yuck. Um Okay, so that's Sydney over there got a lot in her mind, and I just need to know what you contemplate now. I just, I'm like, now I have a, I have a brother and a sister, but okay. they are 18 years older than me, and oh, yeah. I didn't grow up with them. They lived in New York, and I lived in Oakland, California. So mm. I, I maybe I had like a, a different way of life because I didn't have. Like, I knew that I had them, but I didn't have them. So mm -hmm. I was always kind of, like, searching for friendship. And mm. my family was very, very strict. Like, I couldn't have friends like that. They were like, your family is your friends. And I was like, well, I need some family that's around my age. Like, mm. I know that y'all are my friends, but y'all are, you know, 65. I need people <laughs> that I can play, you know, ball with. Yeah. I play ball with y'all. Y'all gonna, gonna fall. So, um, wow. and now I, and now I'm, you know, I'm in my early thirties and, uh, I still carry that with me that like, mm -hmm. I'm always searching for friendship. So I, you know, I wish I was as, um, self sufficient and mm -hmm. not needing anybody, um, like y'all. Well, I do think that I think you can label yourself as an only child because and the reason why I say this, I can relate to the fact of like I too, I have two half brothers, but they two both are very older than me. And we lived in the same city, but I never saw them like we didn't grow up together. Mm -hmm. So it's like like you said, I knew of them, but I didn't really have them and we didn't really get close until I was an adult, you know, um, but I do understand the need and the want for friendship especially when you're like by yourself and i also think it may be a regional kind of thing you know especially growing up in oakland california so close to san francisco heavily populated <laughs> that you're around people all the time while in kansas city is not as highly populated and is spread out and also i always felt like especially as growing up gay in kansas city and being black and stuff i mm. I was always ostracized. There was nowhere that I really fit in, you know? Mm. And so I think that is also another layer. So it's not only just being an only child, you have to add also being a gay man and being a gay black man and how that operates within the space as well. And I think that kind of adds to the independence as well. Kaylin, you were gay the whole time? Oh, yeah. Okay. So like always like being when, gay. When, when, oh, when was it was in part time? Is that what you asking, sis? You asking yeah, all, always. <laughs> no, always, I think she was always saying, been like, gay as merch. Always like, did been you gay think about it later on? Like, did it come later on in your life? No, 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 no. Always from the beginning. So, what's that like being gay in Kansas City? 
You know, I don't think I really realized the difference until I left. Because I think I was so just used to the culture. And I think a little bit that still, like, I'm, I still have certain things about me that are very conservative, I guess, in, in mindsets. Mm-hmm. And, and so because of me being from Kansas City, and it's more so like a presentation kind of thing or something like, like if you see me out, I'm going to be very polished. Oh, I'm you, going to be okay, so very you, no, like, presentational. No bonnet you know? for you. No bonnet, no Oh, no, no I'll wear pants. my do-rag outside. Oh. I'll do that. In front but, of Moby's uh, house? <laughs> yeah you know it but uh i think it's more so like how i present myself how i do my work how i handle myself in emails and stuff like that i am i i sometimes fall into respectability politics because of growing up in kansas city where it's majority you know all white people and even though so me and janelle monet are from the exact same county wandak oh, county tell her oh. and so yeah yeah so we're both from uh wandak <laughs> county which is uh the poorest county in kansas but it's also primarily all african-american and hispanic and so that was a little that helped me as far as my blackness being Mm -hmm. able to understand that but when it came to being gay honey needle in a haystack Mm -hmm. you know so a lot of my identity was built out of the identity that i didn't see if that makes sense. So I created who I am based off of what I didn't have access to. You know, so for instance, with being black and gay, I talk about this all the time. It's like, I was asked uh, in LA to judge a ball uh, mm. here in LA. And I was like, I don't know anything about that. You know, and everybody thinks just because you're black and gay that you know about a ball, mm, you know? And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't, because we didn't have that in Kansas City, you know? But if I would have grown up in New York or something like that, then yes, I would know that culture, you know? Um, and so you have, so I often think about how our you, identities are built out of our environments did and you, our experience. But did you judge the ball? Oh, yeah. And you, okay, but yeah, yeah. Time, you had a fabulous time. Yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. yeah. No, right. no, I went, you know, but because I, you know, I've been exposed to things like Paris is burning. Mm-hmm. I've been exposed to Pose, you know, and all those type of things. So I had a basic knowledge to be able to sit at the table and be able to give a good, you know, read. Right. Mm-hmm. You know how to say tens across the board. The board. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yes. Are, did you watch Legendary? Megan, yes. Megan the Stallion is not that versed in mm-hmm. ballroom culture, but right. she was there and she's like, you did your thing. You did your yes. thing. I, I, I liked everything that you had going on going on you had the energy that's what yeah. you gotta say megan the stallion was definitely the randy of yeah the yes. <laughs> yes uh, uh very much that whole judging panel is kind of questionable interesting, interesting. yeah oh Kaylin, we got two well, that's not well, shade that's not shade it's true it, well because who was true. the other one the one that jamila jamila's on there and then there's uh law is on there now laomi yes like that makes yes, sense of course that makes sense i just think and and I do feel strongly about this. It's like, if you are going to do a show about ballroom culture, you are making that for the ballroom scene. Right. So you should put people on the panel that have a relation to that so that people can truly experience what that is. Instead, it's just become American Idol, you know, Mm -hmm. but making it more, it's, it's making it palatable to white people. Right. You know, but, that's really what it boils down to. Okay, so who, okay, here we go. We're recasting the show. Who do you think should have been a judge on that show? I think, well, definitely Laomi should have stayed, you right. know, and I'm okay yeah. with, like, adding in somebody else, but they got to have some type of connection, like, be some type of, like, gay icon or something, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't even been too mad if, if Madonna would have sat on the judging panel. Just oh, now because she know of, her gays. 
She right, her just gay because of the out. Vogue song and it also right. with her including people from Paris Burning. Right, like yeah. you clearly have some type of knowledge of mm-hmm. this this space. Right. You know, I think that's what I would have wanted to know. Like just not just well, they don't have any connection to this. I just want to see people that have a relation to that culture in that's, some form. That's how I felt when I saw the judges yeah. as well. I said Jamila. I thought she was yeah. like a, a a news reporter or something. She said, I'm queer. I'm I'm bi. I can be a <laughs> Like, now, I, now I will say, like, down. I love, I love Jamila, and I understand, you know, working in this business and and getting those offers for certain jobs and stuff. And even if you don't really know, it's like, okay, I get the angle and want to participate. I don't even think that's something that's like her fault, or you know, or Meg's fault. I think that's a that's a network thing. That's this network not really understanding, I guess, diversity all the time, you know, and that's that's a Hollywood thing in general. We're always talking about diversity and inclusion. But do they really understand what that means when you're surrounded by people that look just like you, you know, and not really in those cultures? Diversity inclusion for Hollywood is, well, we have three blonde people in here. Let's get a brunette. Yeah. Yes, that's diverse. Like that's. Yeah. you dated a black guy in college, right? Yes. Yeah. So this, mm-hmm, this is um, diversity. And and don't be don't be black, gay, and a woman. They're like, oop, that's perfect. That's all three of y'all in one. Right. Let's go. Yeah. That's enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black, gay, and a woman, but you have an Asian father. Absolutely. Ooh, come on, come on in. Come on, oh my come gosh. on exotic. Not <laughs> the layers. <laughs> come on, exotical. Oh, oh my god. Oh, okay, so so Kaylin, you um yeah. you. You went to LA, right? Yeah. Um, you didn't have any friends, or you had a few friends? Uh, I not in LA. I mean, I probably knew like a couple people. Also, you know, I keep my circle this tight. It is right. very small. Mm-hmm. Um, so friends was never a big priority to me. You know, um, <laughs> I know Sydney. Like, what do you mean? Sydney's like, you ain't got no friends. No, 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 I no, no, no. I, I, I understand it because first of all, you're coming to LA already. Like mm-hmm. with this audience, you're mm-hmm. already coming, you know, Ellen, job, all of mm-hmm. all of Itoro. And then um, you, so you don't need a whole bunch of people to navigate Los right. Angeles. But I'm right. just saying, like, if something went down, who mm-hmm. would you call in L.A.? So mm-hmm. now I do have a cohort. You know, I definitely have a, a, a few people that I would definitely call, you know, um, right on the dime. Uh, like my best friend, Tori. So me and Tori went to school in Philadelphia. Hey, and Tori. Because, because I didn't have any friends here, I moved her here. Because you she mo- was... Hold on. Mm-hmm. Hold on, place of privilege. You moved her across the country. Because yes. You didn't have- this is some only child bullshit right wait, here. Wait, wait, let me explain. <laughs> no, let me explain. No, no, Kaylin. So, Kaylin, <laughs> just first of all, how long were y'all friends for? We've been friends over like six years. Okay, that's... that. But wait, 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 wait. No, when you moved her over there, how long? It felt it like... It was fresh oh, out of college. That, no, 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 no. But that would have been about like four years at that point. Yeah. Marie, I would move you to LA. If I, if I had the money, I would move you to LA. I would. Yes, but Sydney, nobody listening to this is surprised about that. Oh, um, oh my God. God. <laughs> Sydney's like, you can sleep in the bed with me and my girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> God, babe, right. babe, make space for Marie. Marie, Marie, <laughs> grab the blanket. Sit, the blanket friend. Uh, oh yeah. Wow, Marie, ungrateful. That's what you are. Girl, okay, look, hold on. So you moved this. What was she doing when you moved her? Let's talk about so at the time. Nothing. You don't know if Kaylin yeah. Allen says 
get your oh shit. We go into LA. You get your shit and you go. Actually, she, you oh leave your God. stuff and you're like, I'm starting over. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get well, new okay. stuff. She studied journalism. And okay. so she was living in D.C. and she was trying to, you know, figure out what was next for her career, just graduated or whatever. And I was like, well, why don't you come out to L.A. to try and see how you like it out here? Mm -hmm. You can live with me. I'll handle all that. And then I said in the trade off will be like, and you can basically, you know, work for me at the same time. And so, oh, and so yeah, you hired exactly. her as your assistant. Yeah. Yes, exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. So then, so then that's the way we are, and she's still here. But now she's going back to the East Coast because she's going to grad school. So she's going back. But I mean, and she runs my social media actually. So she's my social media uh, producer, oh, and okay. it works wonderfully. But now let's yeah. talk about it. What uh -huh. does it feel like? Because basically, you pretty woman her. You Richard Gere, <laughs> and she's <laughs> she's Julia Beige Roberts. This is terrible. And um, is she beige? No, she black. Okay, well, okay. I just wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to see who you were really uplifting in the community. Uh, <laughs> so you move her out there. What is it uh -huh. like living with your friend in a, in a city that both of y'all are kind of unfamiliar with and she ain't got no job? I love it. Well, she got a job with me. <laughs> uh, but I, I love it because it it really helps us to be able to explore the city, you know, and not having to worry about the, the fakeness of it all, you know, because we got each other. So we don't have to worry about people trying to come in and, and mooch off of us because it's like, well, we good, you know? So, and it really allows us to just be able to get up every morning and be like, okay, well, what are we going to do today? You know, and just enjoy the city for what it is and not having to get all caught up in well, the Well, I mean, she like, don't got to worry about nobody mooching off of her, but you flew her out there. Yeah. And you paying for all the groceries and yeah. <laughs> Kaylin, I fucking love you. I <laughs> that see, you're an only child, but like you're still giving. You're still a oh, giver. Yeah, that's my flaw. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that a flaw? No, wait. But it, it becomes a flaw when men get involved. Ooh, because okay, I am Chad. a I am a natural nurturer. I like to take care of people. You know, and so it's like a lot of times. I think people, men, gum, and then they get into the mommy syndrome. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, I just end up taking care of them and, you know, building them up. And mm. then they just, they go find somebody else, you know? And and so then it's Ooh. like, Kaylin, child, they, be borrowing, yeah. they be borrowing your car to go see some other dude? Come oh, on. no, they don't do that. Don't they nobody don't drive do my Tesla. Uh-uh, you uh -uh. can't drive that. <laughs> not my Bessie in a Tessie. Tessie, no. you, can't, you mm -mm. can't drive my Tesla. That's much. No, you cannot. You can't no, you cannot. Tesla. You cannot drive my Tesla. But, I, I mean, it's like people like the way that I make them feel, you know? So, like, they want to come here and they want to get the the – like the the white picket fence kind of treatment, you know, because I'm a cook. I'm a cook dinner every day, and I'm a I'm a clean the house. I'm a take care of the dogs. I'm a do it all, dogs, you know. It's two dogs back there. Yeah, I got two. Kaylin, so it's like, Kaylin, you like gay women? I come on on over there. <laughs> we, can be a, we can be a relationship. Amen. We Amen. Don't even, we don't even have to have sex. Oh my I'm gosh! A, I'm I asexual. I'm asexual. There you go. Shut Beautiful. Up. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's what happens is that I just end up taking care of them, and it's like I I gotta be. I need to be taken care of too. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like I want to feel good too. I don't want you to just enjoy the fruits of my labor and I don't get anything back. You know, and I think also that's why I say being independent can be you know bittersweet 
because people say, well, Kaylin doesn't need me or, or, or Kaylin's good, you know, and stuff like that. And like I said, it's like, yes, I don't need you, but I want you here because I want to share my life with you. When I go out in this world mm. and I and I'm Kaylin Allen, and I have to be on. I want to come home mm. and be able to melt into you Ooh. and not have to be Ooh. on. Listen now to melt into you. A poet. Let's, okay. that's, that's that's the title of a of a song. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write it. Melt into you. It's uh, look out for it on my album coming up. Okay. 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 I wanna okay. melt into you. Now, <laughs> Kaylin, we have a large, you know, gay following. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. a lot of gay men at that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Andrew could tell you because he's got fans, and um, <laughs> they're they're listening. They're listening, and so uh-huh. like. N- Maybe like maybe four things that you're looking for in a partner. Four. Um, that's a really weird number. You could have said three. You could have said five. But four. Four. Four yeah. is even number. Four is an even number. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um. Well, one first thing is that you cannot be like anybody else. Oh. If that makes sense. Damn. Like in, that's so number you, one. LA, you looking for a snowflake? <laughs> I need you. I need you to be different. I need you to be unique, and I need you to own that uniqueness. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't want to be able to find another you in the in the pile. You know, Ooh. because mm-hmm. I believe you're not gonna be able to find another Kaylin. So okay. it's like, if you can't find another me, I don't want to find another you. I don't want you to try and look like everybody else. You know, I want you to be your own individual. Uh, two, you got to have a strong sense of self and be very self-aware. You know, mm. I need you to be able to be like, okay, I messed up here. Let me fix it. You know, you have to be able to be willing to grow and to be able to become a better person. I don't need you to be perfect on day one, but I want you to be able to become who you want to be. And that's what's important. Not even who I want you to be, who you want to be and actually put in the motions to make that happen. Okay. Um, Number three, three, I need you. You don't have to be rich, Mm. but you do have to be working or something. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So. He said, he said, I'm not taking that potential. Okay. You, you potentially no. have to already be doing something. Right. You got to have some type of dream and aspiration mm-hmm. and putting everything that you have into it and be willing to sacrifice everything in order to get everything. Sacrifice everything in order to get everything. Okay. All right. Okay. And number four, the get number bonus. Marie, Marie is writing all this stuff. Down. I am writing, <laughs> writing them down. We're because writing I've, it down. Mm-hmm, number four, four is, and this is like because of my household. Is like you have to be good with dogs. Good with dogs. To. Dogs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that's easy. That's easy. I think dogs are easier to um to deal with than like cats. Well, I, I, I don't. Like, I don't. I'm not good with dogs, so that one. I'm like, ahead, yeah. Some ahead. people not good with dogs, and and that's very important to me because my dogs are my life. Those are my kids. You let them sit, sleep in the bed. Yeah, they sleep in the oh, bed. Oh, you kiss there. them. You kiss them on the mouth. Oh no, I don't do all that. Oh, I don't okay. kiss them on the mouth. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, they're my kids. They're my my children. You feed so them like, table food. Table food. They have. Table they food. eat human grade food. Yes. They, I don't course. eat. I don't feed them uh table grade. I, I mean, I don't feed them from the table, but yeah. I feed them human grade food. So they so live you, a very luxurious life. You making barbecue for the dog? Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> it, it's, honey, we unthaw it every single night. We heat it up in the morning and we serve it to them. You call the like dogs these, when you're at work and you say, can you get the meat out the freezer? That's I, I came home a, a day earlier from my vacation because my dogs were having separation anxiety from me. Ooh. Kaylin, you got to stop. You got to let them like be without you. you they were them. for nine days. It could have been 10, okay? So hold on. Let me, <laughs> uh, let me write. Uh, uh, let me read yeah. what I wrote. You need a unique, self-aware, not poor, not rich yeah. person who likes dogs. Yes. So in my mind, I feel you need like an older, 
um, like an not an art like an artist, maybe like an architect. Oh yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah, like mm-hmm. an architect or a computer tech person. Yeah, somebody, somebody not in the entertainment. <laughs> Shame Ooh, that yes. are, that's working. That's right. very oh wait, focused. I gotta add a number five. Okay. Uh, you got you gotta have some type of intelligence. Intelligence. Oh, I love somebody that's book smart. Smart. Oh, smart. But you gotta have common sense too, baby. I, 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 love I thought it. that was given though. I thought that was given. Who doesn't like somebody who's smart? Some- have you been to L.A.? <laughs> See, that's the thing. It's like you live in New York, so you're yeah. around a whole bunch of intellectuals. That's why I love New York. I, I can have a conversation with New York, and we could talk about some deep shit. You have conversations with here people in LA. All they talking about it's is who gonna win the Emmy, the TikTok, and, and like who's famous and who they met last week and how they was on set. I don't give a damn about none of that. Yeah. Kaylin, you, you need to come on over here to Death Row. I'm coming, and we're going to come on over to, to Death Row hang out. Yeah, that's we're going right. Out. Yeah, we are and going you know, out. And you know what? I put my Venmo card down for us. Mm, I don't know, sis. He got he got move his bestie across the country, and and his bestie is. I'll pay for it. I'll pay for the dinner. No, no dinner you on me. You we go to the Soho House. I, love, go. I love that for us. You're wait. You're a member. Oh yes, honey. Wow, I love all that. houses. All, all houses. houses. Oh, the international card. I love that yeah. for us. <laughs> and, and you've never bumped into anybody at any of the houses that yeah. ticked four of these boxes uh, see this is another bad thing I don't think I really pay attention it's like you gotta approach me I, I'm more likely I won't approach you because I'm just so focused and into what I'm doing that I don't really pay attention to my peripherals and I've never been like boy crazy like I'm not the type of person that will walk through and be like oh he fine or oh he crazy oh I need to get his number done I was never like that so it's like you gotta approach me or say something to me yeah but Caitlin you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take babe exactly you right you exactly. right you need to take You're off right. hashtag take off those, sports take off those thick work glasses and uh-huh. like see some shit you know let, You're right let some people like like just oh i love window shopping you know what i mean i already got my clothes on i don't need any more clothes but sometimes uh-huh. it's, it's fun to look you know uh-huh. i'm gay but i'm not blind I, my eyes deserve this deserves a little eye candy you know yes. so what that means so, is you be flirting with people in the yeah. park no, no, no. I just like to look. <laughs> like just, you see it. Yeah, you see, you see it. it. Like, uh, like I I never really had a type. I knew mm. what kind of person I kind of wanted. But I, I, like, not until a year ago, I kind of manifested what my type was. I was like, mm. I want this person to look like this. Boom, boom, boom. And then the Lord gave it to me. Give so, it. Amen. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes Amen. you... You don't flirt or know what to look for in a person because you don't have that kind of like, oh, this is what I want the person to kind of look like. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm on on the other side of that. I say flirt with everybody. Um, <laughs> flirt with She's every- a hawk. Wait, what's your sign? I'm a Libra. Oh, Tori's a Libra. That's my best friend. Oh, that's my best friend. The- She's a real bad. Well, Kaylin, she already has a best friend. You right. Yes, but, it, I mean, but, Kaylin, but, we, but Kaylin, we can go uh, We can go look for people together. Uh, it's, okay. It's a two-for-one deal, just so you I know. Would, I would trust both of you to find me a man. <laughs> no, but you know what? Maria's really good. When it, Let me tell you, when she's at the party, she's taking several laps. And the laps is for her to look who's in the room to mm-hmm. see what she wants. It's not, even, it's not even to see what I want. It's just so people can, one, see what I got on. Mm-hmm. You need Purr. to see me. Purr. Okay, she's wearing a Luke or she's wearing okay. a, a wig specific to the event. Um, ah! <laughs> and two, so I can see who's in the room. Like sometimes you go out and you sit 
with your friends, you find a little place and you just camp out there. And there's a whole other chunk of the party that one is not seeing you or you're not seeing because y'all didn't move. You got to uh-huh. stop camping. Stop coming to the party and camping out in the corner and getting all the snacks and just eating the snacks like little squirrels take at a, the party. Take a lap. You see yeah. somebody who has something on that you think is cute, male, female, mm-hmm. compliment them. Mm-hmm. Um, start a conversation. You never know who you're talking to, honestly. Now, I will do that. And, and trust and believe, every time Caitlin steps out of hell, he's giving a look too. Okay, Luke. Oh, I mm-hmm. believe it. I know you got a hard bottom shoe on. <laughs> okay, you know it, baby. And a good little heel. Okay, mm-hmm. a little tick, 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 tick. <laughs> <laughs> Pop it. And, and you know party. what? You know what good time, you know what else is? Like when you're with someone that's fun, you're mm-hmm. automatically going to be laughing loud. So people are going to see that too. Pay attention. And, hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, Mar- mm-hmm. and me and Marie are laughing. We're like, we're like the little hyenas in uh, Lion King laughing. Uh-huh. So if people, sometimes we laugh so hard, people think we're laughing at them. But it's just And true. we are. No, no, Marie. Oh my gosh. We're nice. We're yeah, laughing at yeah, girl, we're else. nice. We're nicely laughing at people. That's- <laughs> girl, but did you see the blouse? <laughs> oh my gosh, the now, shade. Now, Kaylin, if you yeah. find your partner, right, mm-hmm. and you want to start a family, do you mm-hmm. think you'll only have one kid? Ooh. Oh, no, I want more than one. Good question. Okay. Okay, because you've been there I, I going would. back. Well, I think what I missed out on was, I think, family. You know, like I, I missed out on because I see like other people and see how close they are with their family. And I'm like, I never had that because it was kind of just like me and everybody else was so old. And then everybody had like their own little, you know, smaller family things, you know. And so I don't think I ever got to really experience that. And I want my kids to be able to have somebody that they can call that, you know, knows them in through and through, you know. And so I definitely want my kids to have siblings. Yeah. And I think for you, it's it's especially important to do it this way because you don't really have any cousins. Right. So like for most people, your cousins are like your first best friends, right? Because Mm -hmm. especially if you're close in age. So those are also people that you can talk to as like kind of backup siblings. Um, So yeah, as an only child, they wouldn't have, you don't have siblings, so they wouldn't Mm -hmm. have cousins. Oh, that's so sad. (laughs) It's okay. We gonna work on it. Okay, so you wanna have like three kids, four kids. How many kids you gonna have? Four. Four. That's four. Too, that's too many, Kaylin. That's Sydney, too many. Sydney, you asked four questions, and he wants four kids, <laughs> so it's even. The Beyonce number. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Ah, the I'm glad you knew that, Andrew. Got it. Andrew. Yes. I see the I see the Beyonce portrait in the background. Yes. Yeah. Four is also oh, my lucky I didn't lucky even realize number. I was Beyonce in the background. Mm-hmm. The queen. Yeah. Is that from um, I Am King? Or he's yes, king. It, yes. Well, that was from the uh, London Lion King premiere. A girl painted it on Twitter, and I was like, "Can I buy that from you?" And then I bought it from her. Doesn't it feel good to have money? Yeah, damn. Damn, yeah. It does. It's a, it's a beautiful way. Like, but I think it's also wonderful to have money when you are already like you know yourself and you know what you want and you're not frivolous and you know what you deserve and uh, you want to share it with you know a close friend. And, you know, random people that you met on the unofficial on Zoom. podcast. Yeah. Like, <laughs> honestly, it's just. Exactly. You, Kaylin, we love. I mean, you know what? The thing is, is that I, I want to have like a family too, like like you. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I four is too many just because I know that I am learning so much about myself that I'm still selfish. And four mm. kids, that's a lot I have to give up. It's already a lot that I have to give up for one. That so excites four, me. 
Ooh. excites you. Ah. It excites me. It excites me to be able to work and, and be able to provide a life and create a legacy for my children. And that by the time I have kids, I've done everything that I wanted to do. I've lived out all my dreams and aspirations. And now it's time for me to take the fruits of my labor and give them to you so that you can make all your dreams and aspirations come Ooh, true. Legacy, I've done Cindy. everything that I want to do. You know, Cindy, I don't, I don't, everything I do now is just a bonus. Ooh. I'm gonna cry. No. Oh Sydney, don't cry. Actually, you should, what you should do is name your firstborn child Legacy. <laughs> no, yeah, my first cute. my first child is gonna be Kaylin Allen the second. Shut oh up! Oh my god! <laughs> Not y'all co-parenting. <laughs> I'm like, you're gonna see your father on the weekend. I'm dropping you off okay. at your dad's. That's really funny. I like Legacy, so I wrote it down and I put a box around it. Yeah. I don't that, think that I'm gonna have children. I'm on the complete opposite end of the spectrum of as you guys. Really, okay. Marie? Talk to us about it. I don't it. like kids. Um, and the older mm. I get, the the less I want to think about. I gotta. I have to keep this person alive. Plus, I gotta raise them to be a good person. Plus, I gotta teach them how to not pee on themselves and cross the street. Like it. It's. It seems mm. like a lot. You want. You want to raise a happy kid, but you also want them to be smart. And then you also have to make sure they don't turn into a serial killer like that's mm. Mm, that feels like too much work for me a lot of weight mm. a lot of weight is on it and we don't really give uh more people more parents um props when you do meet like really mm. good like your parents awesome that they've raised such a well-rounded smart individual that doesn't need anybody that's handsome knows how to dress and very talented but Th thank you so much yeah uh, yeah <laughs> no i marie i love your parents i love them so much i'm so glad that you're here but you know to, to get to where you are and where kaylin is it's it's i mean i can't even think about doing that for someone right it's, now it it is a lot it is a lot because you gotta think about it like Kaylin, um, what do your parents do? So actually, my mother works from she don't work anymore. She's at home, and I I basically take care of her at this point. Oh, but um, she she uh she used to work in human resources. Wow, what's your mother's name? Alois. Lois. A Lois. A Oh, I would love a Lois at my job because I know that when I come with the HR bullshit, she's gonna get on it. She's gonna have oh, the yeah. paperwork and she's gonna click, 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 click. Hold on, one second, what you said? She gonna yeah, say, well, yeah, Sydney, yeah. what time have you been showing up for work? Yeah, she'll take care of you. <laughs> okay, Marie, that's you. That's personal Alois information. Is asking, Alois is asking, is asking real questions. You having a hard time at work? Well, they, it says here that you've been showing up at 10 a.m. every day. <laughs> you know your, your shift starts at nine. Right. Mm -hmm. Alois. I will, well, I will say, Alois, well, the weight of the world it stops me from getting to work on time. And you she's going to say, as a black woman? Is that what as you're saying? As a black woman? <laughs> you, in, you in my office in front of my portrait of my son? <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, my God. Not Thank the weight you, Marie. of the world. Thank you. Yeah, the weight of the world. Um, okay. Well, so what's next for you, Caitlin? Like, it sounds like, I mean, cause a lot of people think when they think only children, they think spoiled, selfish, bossy, mm -hmm. um, not good with talking to people, but mm -hmm. it seems like you kind of got it figured out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what is, oh, okay. You know, it, it, it wavers. It depends. I don't think anybody has it all figured out. Right. 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 What do you, what were you saying, Sid? I was gonna say, Kalen got a contract that he just signed. He can't say much about it. <laughs> about his man. Well, I, what I can say mm. 
is I am so I always knew that I wanted to be on TV. I knew that I wanted to be in that space. I didn't really want to remain in the digital space. So what I can tell you mm-hmm. is that I will be on TV. Ooh. In more ways than one. In my Ooh. eyes, you were already on TV in more ways than one. So I'm glad that it's uh, in fruition. So good for we're you. We're expanding. Are you the new Wendy Gross. Williams? How you doing? Ah! How you doing? <laughs> Shout it out. <laughs> Um, well, Kaylin, I I really, really enjoyed this. This was so much fun. I, I really feel like, you know, only children do get a bad rap and you you showed us another way. You showed us oh, you showed thanks. us the way. The Kaylin Allen way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you proved anything wrong about what you wanted to do, but I will say I see you have a cello in the background. Yes. And that feels like an only child ass instrument in the back. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. giving like my mom only had to buy one instrument, and this is the one that she bought. Like, my dad had to buy three instruments. So it was like clarinet, saxophone, uh, um, vi- viola. But uh, big ass cello in the back. See, I wanted, when I chose, I was like, I want the biggest instrument. But uh, <laughs> I couldn't, the bass wouldn't fit in the car. So, but the cello did. So I picked the cello. So why cello and not tuba? Tuba is big as hell. No, uh-uh, but it's doofy. Well, be- yeah, no, I love the, like, the musicality of the string instrument. Ooh. You know, to play in an orchestra. Ooh. The melodies. Well, then why not choose harp? Because a harp is bigger than that. Oh, that's hard, though. That's hard to do. But and I don't know where that harp was going to go. But it's beautiful. It is. There's a girl on Instagram who, like, does covers on her harp. And it's just, uh, it's yeah. gorgeous. We love. Um, anyway, Kaylin, you, you got some stuff in the works. Uh, we mm-hmm. will be seeing you on TV. Um, you know what? Uh, is there anything that you feel like you didn't say that you want to get off your chest about? being an only child or the person that you're looking for or the children you're going to have named legacy um, <laughs> or the no, host think, or the host I, that you just met today. You know, I love this. <laughs> I think this was a, a great time. I, I truly enjoyed it. And I'm telling you, when I come to New York, we got to hang out. We do. I'll be there soon, you know, filming some things. So we're going to have to do it. I love this. Okay. For us. I yeah. love this for us. Okay. Gorgeous. Sydney, any other questions that you felt like you need to get off your chest is? Yes. Um. Can you let the people know where you are on the Instagrams, the Twitters, where, where like if you're on the TikToks, where the- they can find Tori. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 I make it very easy. <laughs> you can find me everywhere at the Kalen Allen. Literally everywhere. You just type in that, you will find me. And okay. Tori will be tagged in something on my okay. page. Okay. I'm gonna that. friend Tori first. I'm like, hey, there you Tori. go. Oh, you would love Tori. Hey, Y'all would bestie. love each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, oh, Andrew, did you have any questions? Because I, you know, I see you up there in the little window. No, this was so much fun. It was Thank you so much for coming on, Kaylin. I love everything that you're doing. Thank it is you. so great to see. Uh, you know, a more effeminate gay man on television. Sure. I love that. Uh, <laughs> you must get it all the time. So thank you so much for spending an hour with us. Of yes. course. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, wait. Oh, wait. I needed to plug. You know, my solo show is this Saturday um, at Union Hall in New York City. And Marie is doing a set before my for my show. So wait, is it comedy? It's um, it's a solo show about my uh, about my childhood. And it is funny. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. And Marie is a stand-up, so yes, comedy is involved. And Purr. Andrew is helping me. So it's a it's a family affair, actually. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Great. Okay. We'll do what we can. You know, we do what we can for the community. Yes. <laughs> so get those tickets. I mean, it's probably already sold out by the Ooh. time you listen to this, but whatevs. Okay. Well, you tried. 
Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Love you guys. Bye, guys. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. <laughs> Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. The unofficial expert is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Senior producer, Tracy Soren. Produced by Andrew McGuire. Cover art by Sandy Honig. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news.